You are listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. Well, I, maybe people have been looking forward to this show today, um, where we're going to discuss the question, can I be a Christian and disagree with the Bible? That seems a little loaded. Now, on first thought, you'd say, well, no, that's the whole point. You've got to agree with the Bible if you're going to be a Christian. But let me turn that phrase into something else, and maybe this helps work through the issue. To be a Christian means every day you must wrestle with the Bible. And in fact, sometimes I don't like what I see in the Bible. Sometimes I don't really want to agree with what I see in the Bible. But I have to let that just sink in for a while, and the Holy Spirit has to do some work in my own heart before I come to a place where, yes, okay, that's what it says. This is what I believe about what it says. Now, we talked before about Wesley's quadrilateral, that there's this scripture that is foundational of all. And if you look at the quadrilateral or not as a square, but as a pyramid, where scripture is the foundation of the entire pyramid— And then upon that, you put reason. That is our ability to logically look at what do the words mean and what's the argument that may be being made by the author. And then on top of that, there's something called experience, means that in some way, the scripture needs to resonate in your spirit. Sometimes that resonation is a dissonance. And James says, when we look in the mirror um, and we immediately forget what we talked about, and walk away. That's what it's like when we have this spiritual dissonance that we read and we don't do anything about it and we just walk away and we walk away into our own dissonance. We need to experience the scriptures and we need to allow that dissonance to resolve through the work of the Holy Spirit. And that doesn't happen overnight. And then on top of scripture, reason, experience, at the very top, You have this small piece of tradition, and tradition is how the scriptures have been interpreted over the past 4,000 years. I mean, we don't want to throw away 4,000 years of scriptural interpretation just because modern circumstances or experience want the Bible to say something else. However, there are times we have seen traditional translations challenged. I mean, consider the whole Protestant Reformation. And at one time here in America, we were led to believe in the church that slavery of black men and women was acceptable, even God-ordained, because of the interpretation of Genesis 9, where Noah's son Ham does something that causes a curse upon all of his descendants. These descendants, it was argued, migrated into Africa, and therefore it stood to reason that this curse continued upon them. These persons of color, even after the cross? (laughs) God forbid. You see, long-held traditional interpretations are not always correct, but we must wrestle with the scriptures. Otherwise, we'd never ordain women or wear polyester and blended wool or even celebrate Sabbath on Sunday. You see, all of us have blind spots when it comes to the interpretations of the scriptures, which is why it should be studied not only individually, but corporately. John Wesley called this Christian conferencing, where Christians would meet in small groups called class meetings and ask questions of the scripture and of each other of how they're living their life. 
You see, every time I go to the scriptures, I always see something new. Even more so when I study the scriptures with someone else or with a body of other believers. But scriptural debate ought to be done not only in our own echo chambers where we all believe the same thing, but with other traditions. Rather than continue to divide each other, true believers should come together with other denominations that aren't necessarily like mine. And let's seek commonality in in essentials. Let's find unity. And then let's agree to disagree or debate agreeably on the other non-essentials of our faith without all these inflammatory comments or shaming someone into hell. You see, those who disagree with the Bible and walk away from it may have done so not based upon what the Bible actually said, but what others said about the Bible. (laughs) Friends, we shoot our own wounded here in the church, and rather than allowing people to wrestle with the Holy Spirit in constant conversations about the Scriptures, they simply hear words like abomination and assure it must be meant for them, and they walk away from the Scriptures altogether. Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.